Canelo Alvarez just lost for the first time since 2013 to Dimitri Bivol. Huge upset. Let's break it down. Inside Fox and Live rapid reaction. Let's go. What is up, everybody? Dan Canobio here, Inside Boxing Live, brought to you by John Boy Media. We come to you in the wee hours, Sunday morning. A stunning upset as Dimitri Bival did the damn thing. Handed Canelo Alvarez his first loss since 2013, and it was not controversial at all. It was a beatdown. Uh, Canelo didn't hit the deck at all, but his ego certainly bruised. His face bruised, his legs tired, but this is not about Canelo Alvarez. This is about Dimitri Bivol, a guy that no one gave a chance to, a guy that relative obscurity, a guy that learned English by watching Friends DVDs, <laughs> a guy that did not, that said, even if he got robbed on the scorecards, if he thought he won, that would have been fine by him. But guess what? He didn't get robbed. 115, 113, all around, unanimous decision. Wasn't a 115, 113 fight. I had it nine rounds to three. But the judges got it right. Uh, all week long, we heard that Dimitri Buval could never get a decision in Vegas against Canelo Alvarez. Well, guess what? He just did. Uh, from the opening bell, I thought Canelo came out uh, loading up on his shots. Uh, maybe it was because he's at 175 and, and you know, maybe his, he, he felt too heavy, but I hadn't seen him loading up on shots like that in, in a long time. But Bivol came out early jabbing, which we knew. I told you the jab numbers all week long, uh, you know, 10 plus jabs in 21 straight rounds, which came to an end. You know, 342 landed jabs in those last uh, two fights. First two, three rounds, I'm thinking, oh, man, I don't think Bivol can win a fight like this by fighting how we usually see Bivol fight. But something changed around the fourth or fifth round. When Bivol started to sit down in those combinations, uh, started to fire away at Canelo. Canelo was just beaten on the arms of Bivol. Afterwards, Bivol said, I'm pretty sure my arm is broken, but my head is not. I thought it was a great line uh, from Bivol. But around the fifth round as well is when we were seeing Canelo visibly frustrated for the first time since the first Golovkin fight, or at least the, the two Golovkin fights, and sucking wind. His mouth was open in the fifth and sixth round, frustrated, not able to move Bivol at all in there. None of his shots like we've seen at 168 or 160 or even the shots he was landing on Kovalev at 175. He was not having that same effect on Bivol. And all week long, I've, I read tweets. I, I listened to podcasts. I heard uh, people that I respect in the in this, uh, uh, industry say that, I don't think Bivol has the right temperament to beat Canelo Alvarez. I don't think he has that killer instinct. Turned out it was the opposite. It wasn't temperament for Bivol. It was poise because he stayed poised in there. There was that big moment where he had like a, a, a flurry and had Canelo hurt and he kind of like didn't go for the kill again. Canelo was trying to set traps and Bivol was not, you know, falling for him. He just kept fighting his game plan, you know, abandoned the jab midway through the fight and started hammering, uh, Power shots. It was the complete opposite game plan. I mean, he, maybe he had uh, Canelo befuddled in there uh, because I thought that Bivol was going to come in and just throw jab, 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 you know, like I said, under 20 power shots and try to, you know, sneak out and win that way. I didn't think that he would reverse the tide and start throwing body shots and start throwing, uh, not body shots, but power shots. You know, have the edge in... Uh, punches landed, have the edge in power, 
Canelo landed only 84 punches in this fight. That is the lowest total for Canelo Alvarez in a 12-round fight in his career. To put it in perspective, Canelo landed 117 punches against Floyd Mayweather. Canelo landed in single digits in 10 of the 12 rounds. And another thing I talked about all week and or for a while now is how I loved Canelo's style. You know, that low volume, high accuracy, game-changing power. Well, today it was low volume, no accuracy, and zero game-changing power. It's a tightrope. You're walking a tightrope when you fight that style because you, it's going to catch up to him sooner or later, and it caught up to him today. But shout-out to Canelo. Did not have to take this fight. This is a fight that absolutely no one called for. Dimitri Bivol, a guy with zero profile, a guy that, doesn't, that brings in zero audience, is a, hundred, a legit 175-pounder in his prime. When there was fights with Benavidez out there, there were fights with Charlo, there was fights with Golovkin. Canelo could go any way he wanted, but you got, you got to give him props for wanting to go after Bivol, challenging to fight the best, and he lost. It's the second loss of his career, officially, uh, if you had him losing to Golovkin. Got a few draws in there, too, but it's, it was stunning to see Canelo visibly frustrated. Stunning to see him getting pieced up with punches. Stunning to see him stretching. I mean, just... The guy's just been invincible for the last, you know, three or four years. That was something to watch, man. What a year it's been for, for boxing. We're, only, we're not even halfway through, and we get one of the biggest upsets in, in, in boxing in a very long time. And I had someone tell me on Twitter that it's not an upset. Okay, that's an upset. By the, the definition of the word, that is an upset. Five to one underdog was Bival. Shout out to my boy, Robbie Tebbit, who was all week long was talking about Bival's chances in this fight. You know, up till today, I'm pretty sure he took Bivol at 15 to two. So uh, I'm sure Rob is buying a lot of large pizzas for, for the next couple of weeks. Uh, but what a performance by Dimitri Bivol. And now it's, you know, he, he can wait to see what happens at 175 with better BF and Joe Smith. He can take the rematch. But to be honest, I don't see a rematch playing out any differently. Canelo maybe has just is not a 175 pounder, maybe. All those, all those years of wear and tear, maybe the fact that he has more money than God and maybe, you know, with the ego. And who knows? Did he train hard for this fight? The guy is a massive celebrity. We see him out golfing. We see him out, you know, doing, enjoying the fruits of his labor, which is fine. That's great. But that stuff catches up to you soon. He's 31 years old, but he's an old, you know, he's been in this game for a long time. 400 plus rounds, 192 or 194 championship rounds. But not this since he was a teenager. And tonight he had legit nothing. I don't rem I don't recall a single moment in the fight that he had, maybe a few glancing uppercuts. You know, the, the biggest moment for Canelo in this fight was just beating up the arms of Dimitri Bivol, who said he knew that was going to be the case. Couldn't even hold his belt after the fight in that post-fight interview, but where does Canelo Alvarez go from here? I mean, I suppose he can go back down to 168. I suppose he can still fight Golovkin. I suppose, you know, fights with Benavidez or fights with Charlo or, you know, the, it, it's strange because usually it's like we know where Canelo's going to go next. It's, it's him choosing an opponent. It's him, you know, like he said, like kind of being the commissioner of boxing. Like, oh, no, Benavidez and Charlo need to fight in order to fight me now. No. He doesn't have that luxury anymore. Still brings in a lot of money, and uh, he's got that. But it's interesting to see where Canelo's going to go from here. A third fight with Golovkin, I never really liked the idea of it. 
uh, even now. I mean, it didn't really mean much with the bell. I guess it could still be for the undisputed uh, at 168. I mean, I guess it could be interesting. I guess he can go that route. Uh, Eddie Hearn just spoke to someone on the broadcast. I have no idea what he said because I had him muted. But uh, let's see, where does Canelo go from here? I, I tweeted out um, a bunch of people saying he should stay at 168, forget the rematch, go on to the Triple G trilogy. Triple G3 makes as much sense as ever, says my boy John uh, Effernholver, uh, WVU guy. Charlo, then Triple G, says Shay Simmons. Rematch and stay at 168. I don't know about a rematch. A rematch would be really, really tough because one loss at, at 175, you can kind of say, you know what, Canelo was, I hate to use this term, daring to be great. And, uh, you know, you got to cut him some slack here. I mean, you know, he didn't have to take this fight, blah, blah, blah. But you lose twice to B-ball, and then you're starting to say, wait a second, is Canelo at the, is this, is this it? <laughs> is this the end of, of Canelo being an elite fighter at age 31? Well, he said he wants the rematch. A lot of people are saying, go back down and wait. Uh, Zachary says to his mansion with his beautiful family, a year off, run it back. Uh, women's division says Caesar. That's a funny one. I think uh, Katie Taylor would beat him. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, fight a tune up and then fight Charlo. I could, I could see a tune up. I could see, you know, he does have a lot of mandatories at 168, like a John Ryder fight. Uh, I mean, it doesn't do a lot for boxing fans, but you know, if he wants to go for that, just, you know, get a win. You know, but that's interesting. I didn't think I was going to be having this discussion right now. I honestly thought that Canelo would, was going to win, but it was going to be a, a close decision for him. And I said that it was going to be as tough as Dimitri Bivol made it for him. Dimitri Bivol made it extremely tough for Canelo Alvarez, limited to, you know, single-digit connects. I can't believe that. But Canelo can go in a, in a lot of different directions. I just don't know which one he's going to go in. Uh, it's interesting. I mean, he's been fighting his whole life. Like I said, he could take that time off. You know, he wants to fight in May. or excuse me, in September. I, honestly, if I had to be a betting man right now, I would say that, that the Golovkin fight is still on. You know, it does make sense because it's people were looking at it as a tune-up fight. People were looking at it as Golovkin has absolutely no shot to win. I wonder what people think about that right now. Back down at 168 where Canelo probably belongs. You know, his defense looked pretty good today, tonight, Canelo. You know, the, 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 the power was just not there. The stamina was not there. Legs weren't there. I'd be shocked if, you know, he was 100% healthy. Didn't make any excuses after the fight. Uh, but we'll, we'll see in the next couple of days because this has got to be a massive blow to his ego. This guy was on top since the Mayweather fight. You know, it was, you know, that fight, obviously Canelo lost, but from that point on, you know, he was pretty damn dominant. You know, close fights with Golovkin, close fights with Cotto. You know, a couple of those other fights were, were close, but he always got the dub. You know, everyone thought that he was going to be able, or at least when I was watching this fight, thought that he was going to be able to pull it out somewhere. You know, he was in Atlanta, uh, an uppercut that was going to move Bivol and start hammering away. But as you got to the later rounds, you're like, wait a second. Bivol has an answer for everything on the balls of his feet, just like a machine. The guy's a machine. Dimitri Bivol is a very, very good fighter. Very, very good champion. Someone that was overlooked by practically everyone. And I put out the video this week uh, with his, his numbers, you know, the, the, the jabs. It was mostly the jabs and the defense. He had a great defense tonight. He's the best defender in boxing. He only gets hit with 5.4 punches per round. How many did he get hit with tonight, Bob? I got Bob Canobio here. Bob, 
president of CompuBox. 5.4, 84 divided by, whatever 84 divided by 12 is, that's how many punches that Dimitri yeah. Buva. Seven. So that's, that's pretty damn good number against Canelo Alvarez. We've all had an answer for everything. No game-changing power, though, but he, he had Canelo rocked a few times. He probably, a, a, a stronger puncher and a more aggressive fighter, would have maybe gotten Canelo out of there. But, you know, Canelo has a really good chin. But Dimitri Bivol is that guy right now. Does he enter the top 10 pound for pound list now when you dethrone number one? That's another question now. Who is the number one pound for pound fighter in the world right now? Is it Terrence Crawford? Is it Alexander Usyk? Is it Errol Spence? Is it Nioa Inouye? Where does Canelo slip to? I'm not a big pound for pound guy, but I know a lot of you out there are. Well, that's going to be an interesting debate. I think this is good for boxing. This is a good thing. It's going up in weight, taking fight that you didn't have to, giving us some entertainment, giving us things to talk about as boxing fans, giving us things to think about. I know there's going to be a lot of Canelo haters out there right now that are just very, very happy to see Canelo finally lose. But he went up in weight and he fought someone very, very tough. But this is good for the sport. I mean, it shakes up the sport a little bit. But I, I expect Canelo to go down to 168. I guess we could talk about the undercard. <laughs> that undercard was putrid. That was one of the worst undercards I have ever seen. The only thing that got us through that undercard was watching the Barstool Sports alternative feed that was actually kind of hilarious. Uh, Portnoy, Big Cat, Robbie Fox, Roan, Caleb Plant, uh, cameos by Sky Nicholson, my guy Large. A little rough off the off the gate from them. They had technical issues. But the best part about it was they were just like, yeah, straight up, our mics aren't working. They're throwing people under the bus. You know, Big Cat during the Montana Love fight was like straight up, this fight sucks. <laughs> it was a terrible fight. Montana Love stunk it up, got a win. I guess Big Zang, um, you know, Big Bang. Zillai Zhang got a knockout in like 30 seconds. That was probably the highlight of the undercard. Maybe Sky Nicholson eating uh, chicken wings uh, with the Barstool guys. That undercard is putrid. When you're giving Canelo the lion's share, you know, over 40 million or whatever he made for this fight, you're going to get very bad undercards. Maybe they should have spread it out a little bit. You know, the last Taylor Serrano undercard was had some good fights on it. Maybe put some of those on this one and put some of these fights that we saw tonight on the Taylor Serrano undercard or figure it out because uh, that was pretty bad. Uh, but it's you're a boxing fan. You understand that they're bad undercards. And then once the last bell rings of that co-main event, things ratchet up. And, and they did. You know, Canelo had the, the great ring walk, uh, the mariachi playing final countdown. Uh, yeah, it was the final countdown for, for Canelo's uh, uh, winning streak. But, you know, it was funny. Bivol entered the ring pretty much the most anticlimactic ring walk I've ever seen for a champion. Came in the ring first. Uh, he talked after the fight that if there is a rematch, I want to be treated as the champion. So he, I would say he was a little disrespected here and there. But that's the case when you are when you fight Canelo Alvarez. It's the biggest lottery ticket in, in boxing. But Bivol's ring walk was like three seconds long. He pretty much ran into the ring. The music played. And that was the end of it. And then it went right to the big production for Canelo coming up on a big stage. And, uh, you know, in hindsight, kind of looks funny as uh, he, he lost the fight. But Canelo Alvarez loses for the first time since 2013 to Floyd Mayweather. Officially loses. I had to put that in parentheses when I tweeted it because a lot of people had him losing 
uh, to Golovkin. I did. I thought he lost the first fight to Golovkin. The second fight, maybe a draw, maybe maybe to Canelo, but hadn't seen him that frustrated since those Golovkin fights. Uh, let's see. We've got some more live reactions. I think Canelo needs to stay small and not cut that much weight, walk around smaller and be lighter, faster fighter. I think his style will be better that way, says Luis Seha. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, here we go with I saying I said that the rematch may not play out any differently, maybe worse, says he go. It seemed like Bivol just didn't want to let go too much. Cruise control esque. Yeah. In in a way, um, I thought Bivol was a more aggressive than I thought he would be towards the end. He still had moments where maybe if he let his hands go even more, he could have uh stopped Canelo. But you know, he, he had the fight in the bag, or at least we thought. Uh, judges had it 115. Uh, 113, but Bivol changed it up. He didn't really throw a lot of jabs in this fight. He threw a lot of pawing jabs, threw a lot of jabs early, but towards the end of the fight, it was power shots. It was power shots that won Bivol this fight. Talked about it all week long. Where's the power? He doesn't throw his power. Doesn't commit to it. Well, he did tonight in the biggest fight of his career, and he beats Canelo Alvarez. This guy, Don Yeek, says, Canelo doesn't belong at 175 hats off to him for taking the risk and going up to face the division's best, but it's not natural for him. He thought he could throw paper shots all fight. Like he does normally, but ended up gassing out super early and quickly. That's a really good assessment of the fight. You know, right away, Canelo was throwing, he was really loading up in that first round. And I was like, Whoa, man, I haven't seen him load up like that in a while. Usually he starts slow. So it was kind of weird. It was like the opposite of what we've seen from these two guys over the last couple of fights. Canelo, we've seen a slow starter, calculated, you know, breaking a guy down. Just didn't happen. For Bivol, we see a guy that relies on his jab, doesn't really commit. And that was the opposite for Bivol. Uh, what else we see going on on Twitter world? Man, what a freaking fight. What a night. When we move on to next week, we see Charlo and Benavides. Boxing world buzzing right now. Boxing world is Charlo and Castagna. When I say Charlo and Benavides, I want to see Charlo and Benavides. I want to see Jamal Charlo fight David Benavides. I got to thank Bob, who's here in the background. It's now 1.15 a.m. But Canelo Alvarez loses. Ugh, first loss since 2013. This is interesting to me. This is why when you're in my world doing podcasts and boxing media, you know, taking a look at the landscape of the sport, is this is when it gets interesting. This is when we take a look at Canelo Alvarez, a guy that's been in the limelight for a very long time, uh, been carrying the sport, you know, with maybe just that, that one section of, of his career when he was in that dispute with uh, Golden Boy. But since he got freed from Golden Boy, it's been Canelo nonstop, you know, fighting four times a year, unifying and, and clearing out a whole division in one year. Where will he go next? Will he go right back at it? Will he take time off? Will he go for Golovkin? Will he take one of these mandatories at 168? One thing's for certain. He's not fighting Alexander Usyk. <laughs> that was one of the most ridiculous fight week rumors I've heard in years. Alexander Usyk. Give me a break. Uh, Lou DiBella chimes in on where Canelo should go from here. How about 168, where he belongs? He lost to a strong technically brilliant bigger man he's still a great fighter he's never been unbeatable watch the floyd fight 
stick to the triple G plan and then fight Charlo, Andrade, and Benavidez. Pretty obvious plan to me, says Luigi. Good. I like it. Don't hate it. You know, the guy, uh, can, uh, Ludabella knows how to uh, plan careers and figure out what are, are good fights. And that's fun. I mean, that's not everyone. That's what everyone wants to see, right? I still wanted to see a fight with better BF. Um, that, who knows? Maybe he can do that down the line if, you know, he, he has some fights at 168. But better BF ain't getting any younger. Biggest losers uh, tonight outside of Golovkin, maybe not getting that fight with, with Canelo is Joe Smith and Arthur Betterbeef. <laughs> they went from potentially fighting Canelo in a in a undisputed fight at 175 to now fighting Bivol. And no no disrespect to Bivol, but it's not the same as fighting uh, Canelo Alvarez. Uh, that's still a fight I want to see. I still want to see Bivol versus Betterbeef. That would be an awesome fight. You know, talk about two different styles there. Uh, but we got to see that how that plays out June 18th at Madison Square Garden the Theater. Uh, uh, better be of and and Joe Smith. Uh, anything else going on in the Twitter world that I should know about? But wow, probably Bivol rematch back to 168. I don't know if he takes that rematch. I I just don't I don't see him hopping back into that rematch right away. It's too risky for his career right now. His career is in in a little bit of limbo for the first time in a very long time. Maybe the first time ever uh, outside of the Clembuterol. Uh, yes, that's another thing he uh, did test positive for performance enhancing drug um he needs to really think you know he's got a good team around him he needs to think about what's next a move to 168 would probably be wise because his leg he was stretching in between rounds he was breathing heavy just you know he's short guy one you know five foot eight you're not a guy that started his career at what 140 at 175, you're pushing it, man. There's weight classes for a reason. I think he's a perfect 168er. There's some huge fights at 168. Biggest winners now <laughs> of this whole thing is Charlo, Benavidez. Some of these mandatories at 168, John Ryder. Hmm. Let me know what you think. Let me know what everyone thinks about what Canelo Alvarez should do next. But Dimitri Bivol is the man tonight. One of the biggest upsets in a very long time. It is an upset. He's got uh, everything going for him, man. He almost looked shocked after the fight. He almost looked like, damn, I just did that. Like, oh, wow. I think it's all going to set in, like, right now um, for Dimitri Bivol. He's in the driver's seat. He gets a rematch. You know, he's the A side. He gets a lot more money. You know, his side will probably push for it. Because other than that, he's got to wait, you know, sit out and wait uh, to see how this fight plays out with better BF and Joe Smith. That's the only other fight to make for him outside of uh, Canelo rematch. but. Dimitri Bivol is that guy. Next week, we're going to have a lot more content coming your way. A lot of Charlo Castaño stuff. Uh, Floyd Mayweather versus Don Moore on a helipad in Dubai. Just kidding. I won't be talking about that fight uh, at all. It's a ton of fights next week. I think Zerto Ramirez fights next week on the zone. Um, a little bit of a, of a, after this weekend with the Charlo and Castaño, it was a little bit of a slow period. There's still a lot of fights, um, but nothing huge until I guess you consider um you know uh, what's his name why am i forgetting javanta versus roley do you consider that a huge fight i i i consider it a big fight because it's javanta davis from the biggest stars but then we get into june which is just loaded uh looks like july is going to be Usyk and joshua i'm looking forward to roley and uh javanta i'm mostly looking forward to seeing my boy leonard ellerby give him a nice big hug 
and, you know, maybe going out to Junior's Cheesecakes on Atlantic Avenue and, and just, you know, burying the hatchet because uh, Leonard's my guy. Uh, but a lot of big stuff coming this week over at John Boy Media. We'll have a podcast out Thursday. We'll have a lot of uh, uh, content coming uh, your way. This has been the Rapid Reaction Podcast. Canelo Alvarez loses for the first time since 2013. Dimitri Bivol is that guy. See you next week. We'll be right back.